0: Let us leave this place informed, transformed, ready to press on, to advance and to move forward. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You may be seated, please. All right. What a shock. It's good to see everybody. Am I centered? Okay, I think so. At least I'm at... I can be at your center. Just if I'm tilted, tilt yourself a bit. I'll just be centered. Amen. Yes. Great, 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 great. Turn your Bibles with me to Second Peter, the first chapter. We read our main scripture for this discussion. Um, reading from verse number five, I'm preaching on the subject traits of he that hath. Okay, and today's a quick. Bible study, or a quick look at perhaps one thing, and then we are out of here. Amen. It says, and besides this, or and beside this, give giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue, and to virtue knowledge, and to knowledge temperance, and to temperance patience, and to patience godliness and to godliness, brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness, charity. Why? For if these things being you and abound, they make you that ye shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. So Paul tells us that these qualities that he has named here, diligence, faith, virtue, knowledge, temperance, patience, Godliness, brotherly kindness, charity. Nine things he has named. These nine traits he has named. If they abound in us, if we have them in in our system, in our lives, in big quantities, they ensure that we 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 are not barren nor unfruitful. They ensure that we are productive, we do well. Amen. So I'm I'm bringing, I'm highlighting these things to help us do well in whatever we are doing. Amen. Say a nicer amen. Good. So, we've looked at a couple of them. I don't remember what we have looked at, but we've looked at diligence, which is hard work, working hard. A persistent and relentless effort to overcome a situation or to succeed at something. So, whatever you are doing, he's saying that be diligent at it, which means make a persistent and relentless effort to prevail in that thing. If you're a husband, make a persistent and relentless effort to make your marriage work. A few days ago, I met a husband, and I never knew that this husband has a special set of skills. So, i had been wondering, because when I look at the, the situation that he finds himself in, I have secretly wondered how... So, don't be, don't be quick to write off people, because it's not everything you know. Because I've secretly wondered how he has been surviving, but this Sunday... I found out that this guy has a special set of skills which he has acquired over a long period of time. It was at that moment that I grasped and understood how he has successfully relentlessly (laughs) and persistently subdued nations yeah do, do, do you get it yeah So, a set of skills tell your neighbor I have a special set of skills which I have acquired over a period of time I will look for you I will find you and I will kill you So anything you want to succeed in, you must persist in it. You can't do it once and then you forget. You do it, then you just, you do a small, small hardship you face. You say, oh, this thing is too hard. Then you stop. No, 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 you have to persist. You have to press. Oh, you know, winter is cold. Let me be in my bed for some time. I, I met some people um, when I was away and we were discussing prayer. And we're looking at the challenges, which is the challenges everybody has when it comes to prayer. And the, one of their main challenges was that uh, it's cold, so when they want to pray, they pray in their beds. How many of you have witnessed such a case before? Not you, like it's not like it happened to you, but you have heard about it, whether through social media or you know, uh-huh, and the least of it. Personal experience? Do you get it? Uh-huh. So, because it's cold, they they pray in their bed, like they be under the blanket. But whilst they are under the blanket, they just realize that they are waking up again. <laughs> I, 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 they, they don't know what happened. I mean, they were awake when they started the prayer, but as they are praying, they just realize that they are they are waking up. Not that they realize that they are awake, but they are waking up again. And they can't account for about one hour. So they have been praying for the last maybe one hour, five minutes. But they can't account for one hour of the one hour, five minutes. Do, Do you get it? So I explained to them that when it comes to prayer, you have to persist. And you know yourself that. You don't have the gift of lying down and praying successfully. Do you get it? So, you have to get out and brace, brace yourself for the cold. And brave the cold. Brace and brave the cold. Do you see? So that you can persist in prayer. Or else you will never pray. If you want, pastor, I told him, you, you have enough money. Buy a heater. And pay an extra hundred rands for electricity to save your prayer life. You stingy guy. Yeah. Just a little extra hundred rounds of electricity so that where you are praying at can be warm, so that you can pray. Because it's very dangerous to live in this world without prayer, especially if you live in Peter Marysburg, the seat of our Lord Jesus Christ. Do you get it? So, everything you are doing, prayer life, Bible study life, your studies, you must be persistent. Because as for challenges, you would face challenges. Two people went to build. Bible says one of them built on the sand. The other one built on the rock. But the winds blew. When the winds blew, it blew on both of them. Just as it rains on both the good and the bad, the same way challenges come to both the good and the bad. Your readiness to persist in the midst of challenges is what will bring you success. Hallelujah. We also talked, after diligence, what did we talk about? Faith. Believing in what you can't see. Believe in your goal, although you can't see it. If your goal is to one day work at the union buildings, believe it. Although you can't see it. Although right now, you are working at Joe, believe that you will one day get to the union building. It will propel you to do the things. It will energize you to do the things that will take you to the union buildings. Amen. Even if you don't get to the union buildings, at least you'll get to Pretoria. Then after that, we talked about virtue. Virtue is being doing what is good, what is right. Then we talked about knowledge. Today, we want to talk about temperance. Temperance. And to knowledge, temperance. Why does temperance come right after knowledge? Because knowledge puffs up. Knowledge, when you know things, you become proud. You become, you, you, you get puffed. You become like popcorn. You go up. Yeah, you lift yourself higher than you are. That's the effect of knowledge. It's like you know everything. So it's like, yeah, or you know something. Or you think you know everything. Do you see it? You become puffed up. So immediately after that, the next thing he says, add to it. Once you have gotten knowledge and suddenly you are going up, add temperance to it. What is temperance? Let's look at the meaning of temperance. You will now understand why it comes after this one. Temperance, it means self control. The virtue of one who masters his own desires and passions, especially his sensual appetites. I say it again. The virtue of one who masters, so, is the ability to master your desires passions so your desires and passions let me break, let me put it in such a way so you can it's the ability to master two things number one, your desires What, what you wish for what you crave for what you want and then your passions the things that drive you the things that excite you especially your sensual appetites Now, it's important that I mention here that I'm not talking about your sexual appetites, but your sensual. Although your sexual appetites are part, they are a subset of your sensual appetites. So, it's broader than just your sexual. It's like, if you have dance sets, usually we have the main set. Then sometimes inside the set, we can have a subset, which is a smaller set, which is inside the set. So your sexual appetites, when it comes to your desires and passions, is a subset, It's a smaller part of your sensual appetite. Somebody say amen. Yeah. Do, do you get it? Uh-huh. So your sensual appetite has to do with the cravings of your senses. Do you get it? What are your senses? What are the five senses? Number one, Melanie. Hearing. Okay, number two, Tandeka. Make sure by the time it gets to you, you know something. Some sense of smell. So, sense of hearing, sense of smell. Yvonne. Sense of sight, seeing. Lindo. Touch. touch you feel like when we touch you you feel you know that's where your sexual you you see so if we break it these things are broken into five departments and your sexual this thing is in Therefore, even in the four, it's not the total, the whole four is it's a subset. So that, that, that's why when you let your sexual appetites control you, you are letting something that is very small, it's not a great thing, dominate you. It's not even 50%. If we where are you going mathematically, it's, it's a subset of a portion that is just 20% of your flesh. And in that 20%, it may be even just 1%. Yeah, because you, there are different things you feel. You only don't... It's, the, 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 sometimes you feel hungry. You feel cold. Let's name, name 10 things that you feel. Cold. Hunger. Tired. S- hot. Sleepy. Angry. Pain. Thirsty. Uh Two more. Dizzy. Before we can add that one. Do, do, Do you see? We can even name about 20 different things that you feel. Or things that are not appropriate that you feel. Do you see? So, when you let only one thing con- control you and your whole life, you are masturbating the whole thing. It's, it's too sad. Do, 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 you, do, you, do you see how small it is? And you are letting it control your whole life when there's so much to do with your life. What's the fifth one? taste rubber look now you are a pastor you can't answer to give these type of answers (laughs) taste you see taste sense your your appetite when it comes to taste that's what makes you crave for the wrong things do you get you want to taste alcohol to see how it tastes like you want to taste this? Well, see how it tastes like. You want to taste that. You want to t- Oh, I don't know how it tastes like. Do you know how how acid tastes like? Taste it and let's see. Since you want to know everything, taste acid and let's see. The, 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 are you following what I'm saying? So it's, it's the, we are seeing that. When somebody is temperate, what the Bible is saying is is that the person can control these appetites, these desires and appetites. Because to do well, if you don't control your appetites, the little success you get, you waste it. You waste it. You throw it away. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Temperance, so it's when you see somebody who's rich, who's blessed, who has something, the person has controlled these things. See, somebody who's anointed, they have controlled harm, their appetite for sleep so that they can have time to pray. Yeah, you are sleeping like a research. <laughs> I mean, you are sleeping like you are doing a research into death. So when you see somebody who has a gift or is anointed and is doing something, the person has has controlled themselves when it comes to their passions, desires for some things. Yeah. So that they can make time available me, I, mean, I sent some people to school 3 a.m. The, they will sleep and they don't wake up. They suck them from their school. Yeah. One day, I got a letter from the principal that i have sucked all these people. They can't wake up. Suck them. <laughs> <laughs> hey! paid school fees. (laughs) They came to sit at home. Yeah, and I was laughing at them. Homeschooling. (laughs) I told them, now you have to do UNISA. (laughs) Personal learning, personal learning. Yeah. Amen. So, we are seeing that Anybody here that heart, the person who is blessed, the person who has the things that you are craving for, they have controlled themselves. Because without self-control, if you let yourself go, if you let yourself go, the little that you have, which is part of what you need to increase, you will spend it. You will spend it. If we use money, those who have money, you will see, you see a lot. I saw a capture I was showing to my wife how people dress up. And poor people, how they sugar in their dressing. Then rich people, you see that it has toned down a bit. Then wealthy people, super rich people, they use Mark Zuckerberg, the Facebook guy, as very rich people. They wear shorts and slippers and they are moving. Meanwhile, the ones who are poor, they have dressed on a loan, on an account, for skinny account with blink everywhere. They are glittering and shining, nothing Those who rather have the money to buy all these things, they are wearing shorts from Mr. Price. So, control yourself, self control of your desires. It's not every day that you have to eat out. If you want to be rich, it's not every day that you have to eat out. Every day you are eating here. Every day. Today you are eating at uh, Poncho's. Tomorrow you are at Nando's. tomorrow next you are at Alfredo's the next one my wife what's your own Pedro's yeah Honchos, Nando's, Alfredo's Pedro's ah. and Barcelos thank you very much everyday we are eating here you can take a beloved everyday she wants us to go and eat here my question is, when do you cook when do you cook do you even know how to cook Of course, when I say these things, then some of you also take it to a stream. When you have to take your wife out, they say, so, oh, but there's rice at home. <laughs> take your wife to the movie, so, but the TV's at home. We have, Let's watch the TV at home. Once a while, you have to go out. Once a while. Once a while, use temperance to take your wife out. Control yourself from abusing DSTV and take your wife to the cinema. Yeah. One well, husband as asked the wife, they were going to buy chicken, I think, quarter chicken. When they mentioned, he asked how much is a full chicken at ShopRite. Right. Let's go and buy it and go and cook it. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Is there a fresh cover? Yeah. So, temperance, controlling yourself, your desires. Do you get it? your desires? you can't go around desiring all the sisters in the church. You take one and you stay with it. That's all. You take one, then you stay with it. I mean, you came to meet us in the church. If we were desiring the sisters, do you think some will be left for you? Because we were here before you came. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I mean you how many of you came to meet brother Lungani in the church there will be none left for you yeah. hey. so because we just take one then we stay that's why there's some left when you also come you take one not that you desire. to say give me the short one give me the tall one give me the in between and also the yellow bone right. no. so control your desires and also your passions your passions control it, or else you are just going to be broke. You are just going to lack. You see the next verse, verse eight. There about, around verse eight and some coins. No, then the next one, verse nine. He that lacketh these things, do you see? It, so there are some people who lack these things. They are blind. They cannot see afar off, and they are forgotten. Do you see? So when you don't have these things, then you become unfruitful. You you almost cannot do well. In fact, not that you almost you cannot do well. Control yourself. Control your appetite. Or you buy things you don't need. You see, when people are children, like when, when my children were children, they are still children, you know, when I go to the shop with them, they see a soccer ball, they go and take it. Because I don't say anything, they are bouncing it in the shop. Because when you bounce it in the shop, it's not a problem until it breaks something. When we get to the till, they want to take it home. Like, I have to buy it. I remind you, you have one at home. No, they like the one they are having. If we are taking every ball to the house, can you imagine how broke we will be? So, every day, you have to fight the child not to take it. And you go home because there's one at home. Sometimes even there's none. But you are not ready for it. And some of you parents are not strong enough to let your children know that. We are not buying this thing. You want to cry and make yourself dirty. Make yourself dirty. When we get home, you wash your clothes. Yeah. And he's crying. He's embarrassing me. Oh, please. There are so many embarrassing things about You, you just don't know. Yeah, you just don't. It's, it's just a crying that you say, is emb- yeah, So you just don't know. That's why you are walking coolly, thinking that you are all that. But you don't know. If God were to open your eyes to see, you will not even go out of your house. Do you get it? So cry, dirty yourself. When you finish, we will go home. When you go home, you will wash your clothes. No matter how young you are, you will wash her until you get a flu. <laughs> Now let's go to the book. Seven things I close on this one. Seven things you should know about temperance. Temperance is a personal trait. I say a trait is a personal characteristic of a person, a person, a personal uh, something of a person's character. So something that you do or nature. This is so. Tr- um, temperance is a personal trait that makes you receive the highest. Rewards. First Corinthians nine twenty five. The Bible says that, and every man that striveth for mastery is temperate at all things. Now they do it to obtain a corruptible crown, but we an incorruptible crown. Hallelujah. The key here is I said anybody who is a master of something is temperate controls himself When you see somebody Who is a master of something He has controlled himself in, in certain areas And the, the Bible says that This thing they do Is to receive a crown So when you see somebody Receiving a crown The person has applied First Corinthians 9.25 The person has applied temperance. The person has controlled themselves You are working, you want to sleep Look, you have to control yourself to wake up To go to work this is why employers only employ people who are already working. Because even if you don't know anything, you have learned the art of waking up to go to work, waking up to go to work, waking up to go... Until you start working, you wonder, I say, oh, but pastor, I've, got to, I've learned in the university I can't do... The art of going to work every single day is also something you have to gain mastery over. And it takes self-control. Because when you see the way you are tired... Monday morning. If you, if you, you are in a... You from today, when you are in a taxi or driving to work on Monday, look at the other drive. They are all angry. <laughs> they don't want to go to work. Tired from the weekend. You would have thought that because there was no work in the weekend, they will be rested and rather ready to go to work. No, 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 no. They are rather tired. They don't want to go to work. But they drag themselves. They control themselves to go to work. On a Monday, so employers also look. Oh, you work, you work at fmb you they've not sacked you, means you go to work all the time. If we employ you at Upside, you will come all the time. I mean, you work with people, just wait for them. I mean, when you start working with somebody, watch till they are paid the first time. Because in the beginning, the desire to be paid, the hunger, is like hunger driven diligence need driven i mean because you have pictured when my salary comes i'll do this i'll do that that, i can do that i can do or even you owe some people you need to settle some debts or not at all even that you took money from people for transport for the month, you need to pay back so that thing is pushing you after they are paid the first time then you see they don't want to come to work they, there's that delusion that this money have been paid will last for till Jesus comes. As though Jesus is coming tonight. And he could come tonight anyway. Yeah. Ask those who do saloons. Every day they are looking for new people too. After you pay the people, they disappear. They don't want back again. Monday they won't come. Tuesday, the Wednesday, when the money is finished, then they'll start coming with stories. My grandmother died. Uh, it, uh, and then we went to bury. My grandmother. That's why I didn't come. He "It's not that I don't like to work." He said, "My grandmother. Next week is the same grandmother again." My grandmother was here, ah, I thought she died. Yes, but the ancestors said that she was sick. People who are moderate, you see, so temperance is a trait of avoiding excesses doing things in excess so it's not like you can't do the thing controlling yourself it's avoiding doing things in excess avoiding excesses and living in moderation just living in some, some of us have to control how much we eat how much we eat Because sometimes when you see the food that one person is going to consume and the person doesn't pay bills. If you are the one buying the food, you become scared. Your heart begins to beat: boom, 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 boom. Half of it will be okay for you. Yeah, half of it will be okay for you. Control how much you eat. Even control what you eat. These are two different things. Control how much you eat and control what you eat. Yeah. I mean, you have taken all the cheese that we are going to eat for the month. You. Will <laughs> yeah. Because you were, you were on Facebook then you saw they had made this food, American foodie things. So you have also come because you are master chef. You put the uh, loaf down. You put one layer, one layer, polony, one layer, one layer. Even now the bread has become the filling. Yeah. And you are busy munching it. You have fried six eggs. And you are eating it by yourself. I mean, you are eating it alone. Yeah. You will be poor. Your food will not last the whole man. You have to control it. I mean, recently I travel. I bought electricity for my house. I was at my somewhere quietly when my wife said to me that the electricity is finishing. I said, I Then my son also sent me a message that the electricity is finished. I said, what? I bought the electricity just before we went to the camp and for three days, now nobody was in the house. So what have you guys done with the electricity? So I started to calculate it how electricity is bought. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. How it is bought. I hear that there's not been load shedding for some time, but ESCOM is working on that. Also, (laughs) like ESCOM has some maintenance problems. That's why there's not been any load shedding. Once they finish the maintenance (laughs) problems, they will come back to load shedding. (laughs) (laughs) So the person who turns off the electricity is busy somewhere working there, but when he comes back, he will turn it off. Yeah, so I explained to them how electricity is bought. One by categorically, systematically, everything. Then I decided, let me save them. Then I bought them new electricity. When I came back, I was feeling cold. Just a little cold. I turned on small heater. They told me, brother, you are finishing our electricity. (laughs) I said, oh, sorry. I turned it off. Yeah. Until I had this exposition with, with them. Some people can turn on their heater, they are not even in the room. They are walking somewhere watching Ronaldo playing the game. And the heater is just. No problem. So you, you have to control yourself, or you have nothing. But because you don't buy the food you, you drink the juice half Then you take another one Then you start again Then when it's month ended We are making groceries You start asking for things that cannot be bought Yeah, start asking for Castard, ultra meal All these things Instead of asking for maheu That you can manage <laughs> Because you don't know where it comes from Yeah. Mm. Number two, seven things, then we have closed. So, for you to obtain a crown, for you to get the best result, you need to be temperate. You need to control yourself. There are some things you must do. There are some, you see, this one, how you can understand is by looking at athletes. They control what they eat. They control what, where they go to, how much sleep. They control all these things so they can be their best to win the crown. Without that, you see, you are never in shape. Yeah, never in shape. Number two. Temperance is a personal trait that makes people accept and enjoy privileges at the right time. It's a personal trait that makes people accept and enjoy privileges at the right time. Ecclesiastes 10:70 I said, "Blessed art thou O land when thy king, when thy king is a son of nobles." and thy princes eat in due season, which is eat in the right time, for strength and not for drunkenness. He says you are blessed when your princes eat at the right time. If you want to do well, you have to do things at the right time. You have to accept and take privileges at the right time. The fact that it is yours doesn't mean you should have it in time. I read. It says, a person with the positive trait of temperance will not use his privileges at the least opportunity. I mean, like, I, I, I've been a parent by the grace of God for at least 16 years. You know, sometimes you, you, you go out and you bring food home, you buy something you come home. And then the people in the house, i.e. the children, some have already eaten but because you have brought the food they want to eat it. They want to eat it and want to eat it now. So I have to teach them that if you have eaten already, this one you are going to eat is waste. You might as well save it and take it to school for lunch. Do you see? It's an extra meal. You don't have to, It won't run away. It won't disappear. It won't get spoiled. Do you see? You have to. It's yours. But take it at the right time. But when somebody is not temperate or the person is not under self-control, they, once it is, they are approved, they want it now. Yeah, they want it now. Have all of it now. Say, so is it mine? Yes, then give it to me. But a temperate person will wait for the most appropriate season, the right time, this cannot be said of primitive leaders who scramble for privileges from the very first day they enter into office. You see, our leaders, as soon as you come into, because the office provides a new car, this, that, that you see. No, I want a car. You have not even started working for your work to start bringing profit already. You see it when people do business. As soon as small profit comes, you have gone to change your hair, change your shoes, change this, buy this. A mobile phone, got in, got gone for a contract which you can't afford. All this first profit, meanwhile you won't build the business for it to grow. But you have started eating. all. Yeah. You eat in due season. Due season is when it's most necessary and most appropriate. Yeah as the pastor of this church i have certain privileges i take them when it is due season not that oh because it's my right just boom 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 there'll be nothing left to do the church with there are some privileges that i have i'm waiting for you to become a millionaire before i take them yeah because if i take them now everything will be finished there'll be nothing to do the church with tomorrow So, I'm waiting. When you are now a millionaire, then that thing is replaced over and over and over again. Then, if whenever I take it, cry, you will even notice that I've taken it. But if I take it now, you will feel the pinch. You will come to church next week, you will see there's no electricity. You will be blaming ESCOM. It's not ESCOM. I've eaten it. When it's cold, we can't provide gas, we can't provide heaters because I've eaten the money for the for the guys. Amen. Do you see? So they eat in due season. When people are childish, that's when they just take their anything. Oh, is it not mine? Is it not mine? Is, and that's the problem with our country. It's like, oh, it's our right, give it to us. It's our right, give it to us. It's our right, give it to us. Meanwhile, the things we have to do for ourselves, we won't do them. So the right is even given to you, but it's at left. You can't do anything with it. Number three or number four? Temperance is a personal trait that makes people accept privileges only because it makes them stronger. Only because it makes them stronger. It makes you do things because it makes you stronger. The same scripture says, Blessed are thou, O land, when your princes eat in due season for strength. Not for pleasure. The word drunkenness here is not to be drunk and be falling down. It's like pleasure. Pleasure. Like I said, as the pastor, I have some privileges. I mean, one of the privileges I have as a church is my travel. Like travel. But I don't just wake up every day So oh, I'm going here. Boom, then I'm gone. Then I, no, 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 no. I only travel when I have to travel. I, I only travel for meetings. Yeah, I don't just, hey, Melanie, please, I'm going to Cape Town. Buy me a print ticket to Cape Town. Then boom. Melanie, uh, I want to fly first class. Then boom. No, 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 no. I only travel when I'm called for a meeting. Yeah. So I take my privilege to make me stronger. Stronger. Not just for pleasure pleasure so the church it, it, the church is supposed to maybe buy me a car so I said, oh, buy me buy me a, a G-Wagon you can buy me um, gates Honda gates once it takes me to where I'm going I'm going because I'm using it to do the work that's all I'm looking that thing go I'll go now yeah in fact, in in this year I've sat in go more than any car in the world yeah when I sit in the car, the car is full yeah, the car is full it's full but my argument will it get to where we are going will it bring us back by the grace of God let's go no big deal yeah, but as the bishop of the church are to sit in the Mercedes Benz they make Pastor lead the bishop because he has a, a Mercedes Benz yeah that thing go it will go <laughs> yeah the day we need to do something that we need to look posh we go and take Pastor Zolile's Mercedes we cruise in it I mean yeah I mean, I remember we were hosting a conference. A big man of God was coming here. I went to see Pastor Zoli. I said, Pastor Zoli, by the grace of God and with the help of Almighty God, I plead with you, let the Holy Spirit touch you. Make your, make your donkey available, for the master has need for it. He said, oh, why? It's a privilege. It's a blessing. Use it. We use it. We pick the man of God. The man was God was sitting. You are cruising. You feel very powerful. It's a blessing. As soon as the conference was finished, I took the car back to Pastor Zola. Pastor Zola, please, this is your car. Back to that single. <laughs> At this time, I'm supposed to be behind the pulpit. The that single has gone. Ah, it has brought me behind the pulpit. Boom! I'm right where I'm supposed to be. That's all. For strength. You do things that will advance you. I mean, I was talking to somebody recently. You can't pay school fees for your children to go to school. Yet, you want your husband to rent a, a house. They are living in a flat. As I said, I said, what are your problems? Let me solve them before I go. I said, why are the children not in school? The school fees is very expensive. Then, said, Bishop, please tell my husband to get us a house so we live there. I said, ah, you can't. Pay school fees. You want to get a big house. You just, I said, I told her, you just want to create room foolishness. Yeah, because you are, by the children not going to school, you are raising fools. So now you want to get a bigger space for the folly. Yeah. Yeah. To, that, that's what I said to her. You. you want a bigger space for the folly, for them to play the buffoonery there. That, that, I asked you between living in a big house and your children going to school, which one is more important? Then I apologize. Please, I'm not trying to be rude, though. I'm just a closer. That's all. apologize to them oh it's not i'm not trying to be rude please i'm just being blunt yeah but i mean no seriously think about it think about it it's a it's a no-brainer but that's what the person wants i mean it doesn't care to you you see the school fees is expensive hey you rather live in a box for your children to go to school because if you think going to school is expensive Try ignorance and see. You'll see how expensive it is. Yeah. you see when you have an uneducated person living with you, that's when you will come, you will see that your stove is sitting there and the person has taken the microwave and put it on the stove to warm the microwave. <laughs> Number four, I said we close. We close in 10 minutes. Temperance is a personal trait that makes you react to provocation moderately and consciously or cautiously. cautiously. The personal trait of temperance, which is controlling your passions and your desires, especially your sensual appetites, it makes you react to provocation Moderately and cautiously. Proverbs 1429 says, He that is slow to wrath is of great understanding, but he that is hasty of spirit exalted fully. People without temperance tend to react inappropriately. Temperance turns a person into a man of great understanding. When you have self-control, when you are provoked, you react moderately. Moderately when you are angry. So we see whether you have temperance or self-control when you are angry. Yeah, your asthma angers you, then you, you start to speak colorful words. Because you have been provoked, you feel that, look, he, he deserves it. You forget the, 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 the foundation of the relationship. That this guy that you are angry with, he's the head of this relationship. So in your anger, you see, anytime you are angry, just be careful. Anytime the Bible uses anger, foolishness also comes there. It's almost like a person in their shadow and the bible says anger rests in the bosom of a fool do you see so anytime you are angry you really have to be cautious you really have to be careful because you could you can just react that's have you heard people say this i overreacted they usually say it in movies yeah because it's white people who usually do that yeah You see, if somebody has gotten angry one and a half years, so we are still counting. One anger. It has, it's, so, it's so fueled one and a half years. It, anger cannot go cool down. But when you have self-control, you react moderately. And ca- cautiously means carefully. So that your anger doesn't destroy things around you. So small anger, small offense that you were offended, you have destroyed your relationship with your boss. You have slapped your boss, and you want to come to work tomorrow. You see why temperance is a is 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 a trait for he that had. I mean, you got angry in the meeting, or you have? How many of you have watched um, this movie, um, the date the date doctor? What do you call H? H. Only two people. Okay, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I'll tell you one way or another. In the movie, there's this guy who was supposed to what is this? was supposed to oh, my makeup is spot <laughs> Was supposed to um, get the attention of a millionaire lady. Is that not so? The big guy. Yeah. And the the, the date, this guy was, Will Smith, he was a date, date doctor. It's like he coaches people when they go on a date. Do you see? So he was coaching the guy what to do and he said that because you are nobody and she said she's up there, you have to do something that will make her notice you. So the objective of the move was shock and awe. Do you see? Like you shock everybody in the meeting, <laughs> so do something dramatic. I remember one day I was somewhere trying to meet to find somebody, and the person called me, it was a big place with so many people. And the person called that, "Oh, I'm here," and it's like, "Oh, I can't see you." And I said, "Oh, just do something dramatic. I'll see you. <laughs> just do something. I meet I'm watching everybody. I meet I don't know you." So. Do something dramatic. I'll see. Begin to jump, begin to shout. Oh, I know that madman. He's calling for me. (laughs) So, this guy I'm talking to you about, because they told you, do something so that the girl can notice you. He was sitting at the meeting when the meeting was going on. I don't know what they said that provoked. Suddenly, no. He slammed his pen. He shouted at his boss. And then he, he didn't think it was enough. Then he quit. He said I quit Then he got out (laughs) He's like ah We do something for them To notice you doesn't include quitting (laughs) (laughs) So there's a problem at the office They are discussing No you say you have resigned That's too dramatic So when you have temperance Or self control When you are angry You control yourself you you get angry in moderation. Yeah. Something happens. No, you have you have insulted your parents. Have you thought where you have you thought of where you will live after that episode? After that episode, have you thought about it? Have you thought about it? I've seen people lose important relationships for their lives out of maybe things that have angered them, whether rightly or wrongly. And then you lose your important relationships. Yeah. I was talking to some people on the golf course yesterday, and I was telling them that when I was a younger pastor, you see, I, was te- I was telling them something to do. And I needed to, I needed to point this out to them that, look, it's not like I was born like that. I learned it. Because over the years pastoring, I've also made these mistakes which you are making now. That's why I'm talking to you, not to make them. And I describe a situation how I I, I I I feel I lost I, I lost some of my good sheep. Some of the good people God gave to me, I lost them because of youthful exuberance and the absence of self-control. Yeah. So I was explaining that. It's not everything that you shout. And I explained it on Sunday. I've been with you for many years. It's almost like you see me, but you are not learning of me. Yeah, explain to my pastor. You see me, but it's almost like you just see. You just have a mind. Mostly the only time I shout is when I'm preaching. After I finish preaching, I don't shout anymore. Yeah, when I... So, when you... When, if you only know me from the pulpit, you think this guy is a wild, boisterous guy. He has anger issues. Yeah. Until you come and see me downstairs, you see that I drink tea. I don't fight. you are fighting. You have taken off your shirt. By the time you go downstairs and come a portion of your shirt, your sleeve is torn. Do, do, do you get it? You get angry, but you control yourself. Because words, eh, they stay with people. They don't leave them. When you say it to them, they don't leave them. They stay with them. Yeah, you say it would have been better if you had even hit them. Because if you hit them, the pain when it goes is gone. Don't go around hitting people. But words, they stay. They cut the people. They are with them. Every, anytime they want to do something, they remember those words. They just lose some of the important people of your life out of small anger. I come to tell the other one, I come to the pastor, he was talking about courses, and then boom. Me, myself, I'm a closer From Ibai. Yeah, from New Brighton. Ibai. Yeah. Yeah, from Ibai. Yeah, Rebecca. Okay, no, no problem. I heard what he was talking about. He's always talking about short people. <laughs> Me. I used to be short. <laughs> number five, number five. Temperance is a personal trait that makes a leader not misuse his great authority and power. It makes a leader not misuse his great authority and power. Proverbs 28, 16, the Bible says, the prince that wanted understanding is also a great oppressor. I mean, the prince that lacks understanding is a great oppressor. When a leader misuses his great authority and power, he becomes an oppressor and a murderer. Leadership often comes with great authority. And the world is full of examples of people who have misused their great authority and privileges. Temperance is the positive trait that prevents a leader from becoming an oppressor. When you're a leader, you have authority. But when you are temperate, when you are temperate or temperate, you make sure you don't abuse your power. One of the things you should know is because you are the leader, anything you ask the people to do, they will do. So you shouldn't abuse it. You shouldn't abuse it. Many years ago, when we were were in Joburg, I used to tell my children, you know something? Don't ask anybody for anything in the church. That you need this, then you ask this person. You need it, then you ask this person. Because you are my children and I am the pastor of the church. When you ask them, it's as though I have asked them. So they are under pressure to do it. So I have to explain to my children. And learn to talk to the children. They will understand. If you don't, you don't just get every day you are beating them. They don't know why you are beating them. They don't know at all. They don't understand. I mean, they feel that you have a mental situation that they must be rescued from. Seriously speaking, learn to talk to them and explain things to them so they can understand the why of the issue. Do yeah. you get it? So I just said to my child, I said, you know something, because I'm the pastor of the church, when you ask somebody for something, even when they don't have, they are, for, they are forced or they are pressured to give it to you. So sometimes it's something that they are going to use for something else. Then they have to give it to you because you are the pastor's child. So don't ask anybody for anything. I remember one day, a couple came. They wanted to take my children. They, I think it was their children's birthday. So they wanted to take my children and their children out. Before my children went, I sat there and I said, listen, when you go, don't, I know you like McDonald's. I know what you like at McDonald's. I know what you also like at McDonald's. But when you go, when they say, what do you want to have? Just say anything. You, you 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 anything anything is fine anything goes. Don't now cut double quarter tower pounder and mac 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 mark, mark, mark cheese and mac mac this mac that and this extra large extra extra large everything you want extra large this with an ice cream dessert. No, I said don't do that. Don't do that. You are not going to eat McDonald's today. And they are taking you as well. So just even if they buy you chips, just take it. Chips is what is and eat and come. Because they may not have that much. They just want to do something nice. They just want to do something. have to teach them? They just want to do something nice. So it's a winning thing. So, if they themselves start pointing, then by mistake, they point what you like. So, that will be okay. Do you, do you get it? Yeah. Yeah, maybe you want Big Mac. And then they are going, they are going, they reach Baby Mac. You just keep believing God in your head. Oh, God. Oh, God. And they make a mistake and they go past baby mac and they go to big mac you so, say oh that's okay that's okay but don't go and you ask for big mac meanwhile they can only buy medium mac or baby mac they, they, are, you, are you coming along I have to teach them don't go and ask I want this I want that I want this it's only when Auntie Yvonne takes you out and you ask for anything that you want yeah now, why do I say that that one, you ask for anything because Because if, if she can't buy, she can tell you. She has, enough, she has enough authority over you to say, no, you can't have this. You will have this. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, please. <laughs> yeah. do, 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 do you understand what said? I have to teach them. Don't they, because it, it, it's, it's power. So the people at the end, they can't afford it. But because it is you have power, they are doing their thing. When they go home, you see there's tension in the house. For one week, the husband is not smiling. He has a frown on his face. Then when on Sunday here, he doesn't come to church, then you are wondering, why didn't he come to church? You have eaten all the money for transport. Yeah, this, is, this is one of the reasons why I never ask people for anything. I, I, hardly will I ask you for anything. Hardly. Hardly. Will I ask you for it? I just be moving on. If you, the Lord has blessed you, and you want to do something. It's also good. I mean, how can I stand in the way of what the Lord is doing? It's also good. But I will not ask you. No, 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 no. You misuse your power. Then, you, because you are the shepherd of the people, by the time we realize, you are shepherding them into areas that you are not supposed to shepherd them into. Yeah. It makes you not abuse your power. Number seven, we close on this one. Six says, "Temperance is a personal trait that causes a leader to moderate, to be moderate in acquiring personal wealth." He that hated covetousness shall provoke his days to Proverbs twenty-eight sixteen. And number seven is, "Temperance is a personal trait that comes from a long influence." Of the Holy Spirit, a long influence of the Holy Spirit. Galatians five twenty two and twenty says, "But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance." Against such, there is no law. It's one of the traits of the fruit of the Spirit. When a person is under control, under con- you are able to control your anger. You're able to control your temper, you're able to control your appetites. It's not everything that you want that you must have. If your parents didn't tell you, me as your parent, I'm telling you, it's not everything you want that you can have or you must have. The right time, you must have things at the right time in the right amounts. Amen yeah, some of you have troubled your parents over the years by something. Everybody is wearing Bilabong, so you also want Bilabong. Meanwhile, when we look at our financial level, we are not at Bilabong level, we are at at Abibas. Abibas. Do you know Abibas? Yeah, Abibas. You see the Abibas? (laughs) You see, there's Adidas and Abibas. It's like it's A B. (laughs) You wear it like that. Yeah. You wear a Lacoste. You see, the Lacoste shoe. You see, one one of the Lacoste is the one with the crocodile in it. Yeah. You see, one of the crocodile is going forward. The other one is going backwards. That's the level we are at. But you see, you harass your parents. You harass them. So at the end, they are open accounts that they can't afford. you are also coming, you have have a child just like you. A cute, nice child just like you who also harass you. You see, when we were growing up, all the brands we knew were these sports brands, Adidas, Nike, Puma, Fela, Reebok, that's all kappa kappa the one with the the two people facing opposite direction yeah that's a situation that describes husband and wife that are not happy with each other but today's children because of social media they know all the brands that you you even don't know. They know Gucci. They know Prada. They know, um, what else? Domwen. Tom Ford. I don't even know him. Dolce. d Dolce and Dolce & Gabbana. D&G. Ushaka. Valencia. It's okay. I don't know how this is. We don't even know. Does he come to church at Popomini? (laughs) So when they start harassing you, look, one day my son harassed me, harassed me, harassed me for a certain shoe. Then when it was his birthday, I went to buy it. Look, when I bought the shoe, I was wondering, does he have a microwave in it? Does he have this? Does he have that? Does he... Painfully paid for it. They didn't say anything. Then he came. From that day, anything he asked me, I say it's in the shoe. <laughs> Daddy, I need school fees. It's in your shoe. <laughs> Daddy, I need a calculator. Ask your shoe. <laughs> Everything was in the shoe. For a long time, he couldn't ask me for anything again. So, so he made up for all the shoes. Even for a shoe. I was expecting that shoe to do everything in the world. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's in... It's in the shoe. Yeah. Daddy, I need a Jesse. Wear the shoe. It's <laughs> wrong, at the right time, these things will become common things that when you even buy them, you are not moved. You are not moved. You are not moved. Tell your neighbor, it's in the shoe. Folks, it's been a pleasure. Stand to your feet. Let's share the word of God. lift your hands let's just pray and ask the holy spirit that this fruit of temperance controlling our appetites our desires our emotions lord give me the grace holy spirit let this fruit be born in me in the name of jesus begin to pray for yourself quickly just pray for yourself lord help me help me help me by your spirit to bear the fruit of temperance so i can keep my relationships when i'm angry help me to be moderate and to be temperate let me not abuse my in the name of Jesus. Let me not let my passions and my desires and my sensual appetites control me, Lord, in the name of Jesus. 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 Pray for yourself right now. Pray for yourself right now. Miko la peko tati le, kampa lakaya, kimo sapelo zimpo lakata, lem papola ndikando lobose panto palibala. Mighty Holy Spirit, help us, help us, help us, help us, help us, help us, Lord, help us, Lord. Lampo lakanda, brand obadiba, lem po palibala, brandeba. Maybe you are here. You have a desire that controls you that holds you hostage that forces you to do things you don't want to do pray for victory over it right now help of the holy spirit pray for victory over it right now Limpalobanda moba da kayakotali rondibala brand totalimosa que mo cita colabada limpo katonta limpa ponianda ramaso bale koyabala limpo Sento la cento pacale limpo ka la bra pa pa braim de be Bola la limbola, kama sipokatos kalema, rimbolo simala pali kama laba, ri paloba takaya bola la, my god my god my god, limbola ve kon total imasa, man poba divanda, limpa poba baka, ki kolaba. Chapolo mo si pakayala, mantolabende bando badi bana, rimpola mekonto palikasha, lempo kalibala, ramba bobabende brosti palokaya ba, rim bando badi bana, brad teko In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Also, I want us to pray. Yes, Lord. Maybe you are here. The, the scripture already says that your princes eat their bread in due season for strength and not for drunkenness. Maybe you are here, you are giving to doing things for pleasure. To be happy. To just be happy. Pray for the grace to do things to make you better. To make you stronger. To Instead of to make you just happy. Not everything that makes you happy makes you stronger or better. Pray for that grace right now. Lift up your, you have 60 seconds. Pray for that grace right now. That Lord help me we do things that will Help make me, me stronger, and that will make, that will me, make me better, make things me better. For, strength, for strength, for strength, for strength, and not I'm for drunkenness, I'm not, not, I'm for I'm not for pleasure, not to be happy. Oh the Lord. things that move us forward. And the things that make us happy necessarily. Lepako pa Lekoliba se kame kobali kanda. Rampolakatemala. Vratekola. Limko katedomase kobalibala. Lampalaba. Lampalaba. Ramando kalibose kayabalababa. Rimpolakatata. Limpolakebada. Le komale lekomale komale. lipala labala, bala. Baba, Baba, Ron de Bacchelame, Camo Mama, Camo Mama, Camo Mama, Rampalabaca, Kemo Calebala, Rin di Dimando Calabala, Le Pala, Le Pala, Le Cabolaba, help us, help us, help us, mighty Holy Spirit, to be temperate, to be temperate, Lord, to have self control, to eat our food, to eat our food. To eat our food to to eat in due season in the right season of our lives. In the name of Jesus. Let us sow in the season of sowing. And let us eat in the season of the harvest. In the name of Jesus. For strength, Lord. For strength, Lord. For strength, Lord. For strength, Lord. Not for pleasure. Not for drunkenness. Not for pleasure, Lord. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. My God, my God. God, Lacabidova, Brando, Sipa Colaba, Camosape Colaba, Yan Tolobosipola, Link Papa, lift your hands everywhere, just thank God. Thank God, thank God, thank God for the spirit of temperance, thank God for the trait of temperance, self-control, and control of your appetites, a control of your desires, a control of your passions, in the name of Jesus, there's somebody here you are giving to quick temper, and quick anger. Quick wrath, excessive wrath. God is healing you right now. Thank God for healing right now, right now. Thank God now, thank God now. There's somebody here who's giving him to sleep. To sleep in excess. God is healing you now. He's healing you now. Lift your hands and just thank him wherever you are. Thank him wherever you are. Thank him wherever you are. 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 Make Thank God for healing, thank God for healing, thank God for healing, thank God for healing, there's somebody here, God is healing you, from excessive spending, excessive expenditure, unplanned expenditure, and excessive expenditure, thank God for, lift your hands and just thank him right now, uh, Thank him right now. Uh, up. From Thank today you will be able God. God. to save. From today yes. you will be able to budget. You will be able it. to save oh, in yes. the name of Jesus. You will be able God. to invest uh, in the name of Jesus. God. God. from Max a turning point. Today marks a unique turning point, a divine turning point in your life. Thank God now. Thank God now. Thank God now. With your hands lifted up. Thank him now. Thank him now. Thank him now, Michael. Back, uh, for self-control and uh, control of your passion and uh, uh, control of your passions uh, and your desires uh, and your appetites uh, and your cravings uh, and your wantings uh, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Bring pepe <inaudible> papa, branta papa, limpa koba, Kayaboba, Kayaboba, kaya koba, kaya koba, lava kala la bekando, branti balaka, shatolibo se pa ya Thank him now, thank him now, thank him now. Healing is coming up. Thank you. Healing is coming. Healing is coming. Healing is coming. God, God is healing somebody Lord. from selfishness. From selfishness right now. Being self centered and being selfish. Healing is coming your way. From today, you care for people. You care for more than yourself. You will care for others too. You will care in addition to yourself. You will care for others. Receive your healing now in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, my God, my God, my God. Deliverance is coming to somebody now. Deliverance is coming to somebody now. I cast the spirit of anger. I the spirit of anger. That rest in the bosom of a fool. Deliverance is coming from it now. Deliverance is coming for it now. In the name of Jesus. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Receive it in the name of Jesus. You are free from it tonight. You are free from it tonight. You are free from it tonight. tonight. Your bosom is free of anger tonight. In the the name of Jesus. You are free from it tonight. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Jesus. We bless you, Lord. We bless you, Lord. We give you glory. We give you praise. Thank you, O God. Thank you, Lord. Father, we thank you. you. We bless you. We give you glory. We give you praise thank you mighty holy spirit that the fruit of temperance is being born in us now in the name of jesus in the name of jesus in the name of jesus we give you praise lord we give you glory in jesus mighty name and everybody said amen amen say your loudest amen amen wonderful. Put your hands together for the Lord please. Everybody pray this prayer with me. Say dear Lord Jesus. Say it with me dear Lord Jesus. Say it like you mean it dear Lord Jesus and mean it as you say it dear Lord Jesus. I accept that I'm a sinner. Please forgive me of all my sins. I believe That you died for me and he rose again I confess that Jesus is the Lord of my life thank you Jesus for dying to save me amen why don't you put your hands together for Jesus oh you can appreciate him better you can appreciate him better oh give Jesus a clap offering and give him a shout of praise Thank you for joining us. We believe you have been blessed by this life-transforming message by Bishop Daniel Harley. For more information, contact us at 204 Peter Kirchhoff Street, Peter Maritzburg, or call 083-773-1605. God richly bless you.